And now we go to City 92.9's very own Eldonzo for breaking news. Eldonzo? Yeah, thanks, Chet. Former President Donald Trump may be indicted next week on first-degree arson. Trump allegedly neglected to return a book entitled To Kill a Mockingbird back to the New York Military Academy in 1961. Now, Chet, this is fairly petty in itself, but the Southern District of New York has upgraded it to a felony charge because Michael Cohen is set to testify that he actually witnessed Trump burn the book in 2013. Chet, I think they finally have the orange man. You have insanity in my earpiece. Yes, from the Skyhammer Studios on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, this is the Eldonzo and Dee Show. As always, I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dee's. And we have so much news, all the news that is news, nothing but the news. We don't know how to get it all out in two hours, but we're going to do our damnedest, right, Dee's? Yes, sir. So what I want to do right now is give a shout out to the sponsor of the show, EnviroSeal. If you have sinking concrete slabs like driveways, patios, or sidewalks, Give those guys a call at 309-275-6303. In addition to jacking up slabs, they also insulate commercial residential buildings with spray foam. So for all your jacking or insulation needs, give those guys a call. I want to get out right into this thing. Uh, probably the biggest story of the week. What do you think, Dees? Is it probably the biggest one? They're making it the biggest one, but for me, it's a big nothing burger i'm a little more concerned about the uh world war three that's getting ready to kick well, off we're but. gonna get into that too but let's let's go into this so donald trump was supposed to be indicted this week uh this came out i think it was this is saturday mm. saturday they were talking about it he was supposed it's to be indicted tuesday i want to say it started like thursday and then picked up steam over the weekend where trump got on truth that's social, when he got on truth social and went went, went that joke. route but um, yeah, they expected it to go down Tuesday, but then uh, then things happened and it didn't happen. Yeah. So this is from Fox. So uh, Robert, Co Robert Costello, the formal legal advisor to ex-Trump attorney and crapster Michael Cohen, appeared before the grand jury in the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into former President Donald Trump on Monday and testified that Cohen is a serial liar. Now, if you'll all know, Cohen is the guy that's been trying to bring Trump down. This was his former personal attorney. I've uh, been trying to sink him since 2018. Of course, he got a three-year sentence in prison for tax evasion and campaign finance fraud and all this other stuff. Uh, Costello testified before the grand jury for more than two hours Monday as Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg considers bringing charges against former President Trump. Those possible charges stem from the $130,000 hush money payment that then-lawyer Michael Cohen made to adult film star Stormy Daniels, which I don't think she's that hot anyway right now. What do you think? I, I ain't kicking her out. She's all right. <laughs> mm -hmm. her. She was better 10 years ago. Uh, her legal name is Stephanie <laughs> Clifford. Say that about yeah, I, guess you could, I guess you could say that about so us, too. Uh, whose legal name is Stephanie Clifford in the weeks leading up to the 2016 presidential election in exchange for her silence about an alleged sexual encounter with Trump in 2020. 
2006. Federal prosecutors in the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York opted out of charging Trump related to the Stormy Daniels payment in 2019, even as Cohen implicated him as part of his plea deal. The Federal Election Commission also tossed its investigation into the matter in 2021. So they toss it out. They said Trump didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing nothing to look at here. Alvin Bragg brings this back up. Of course, he's got Cohen at the forefront of this. So this Costello guy, Robert Costello, hears about this and gets a hold of Alvin Bragg, uh, the attorney general's office and all this stuff, gets a hold of them and says, this guy's lying. He went on Tucker Carlson. He went on Hannity and a couple other guys and said around the time, 2018, Michael Cohen was flipping his lid. He was going to do anything he could to not have to go to prison, which means he would screw Trump in any way possible. He even admitted to Robert Costello that he did not have anything on Trump, but that he wasn't going to prison. Now, Robert Costello even said this guy was threatening to jump off a building. This guy was pacing back and forth. He was not all well with the, uh, with the idea, I guess, of going to jail somehow. And I haven't been able to figure this out yet. Somehow they got Michael Cohen to relinquish the at sign sign a document, uh, getting out of the attorney-client privilege from Robert Costello. How that happened, I don't know. But he did it. Maybe he thought Costello was going to help him out in this deal. But Costello came in and pretty much said he was a serial liar and that he told him himself he didn't have anything on Trump. So the big Tuesday indictment that was supposed maybe, to maybe the check cleared. This is why. He, <laughs> Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it's the truth. Uh, Robert Costello doesn't seem to be an ambulance chaser to me. Regardless, uh, all this stuff about Trump's going to go away in handcuffs and get, you know, booked and get his mugshot has every day now since Tuesday been, it's going to happen Wednesday. It's going to happen Thursday. Now it's going to happen Friday. They canceled what the was grand it? jury was yeah. it yesterday. They can't. Yeah. yeah, they just canceled it. So who really knows what's going on with this stuff? But I think it's kind of odd. And I'll tell you this much right now. You know, I call Trump out when he needs to be called out, which is often, which is often. But I'll tell you what, though. Situations like this, the liberals are obviously so scared of this guy. He lives rent free in their head 24 seven. Yeah. If they would just shut up, they'd have a better chance and not having him run again for the White House or get in that position, but they can't do it. That and, No, that has nothing to do with it. Trump, Trump's running regardless of what they say. I agree, but they're making his chances better by doing stuff like this. And if Trump would just shut his mouth, he'd... Yeah, have, would, if Trump would, would shut his mouth... In, he'd be in the White House right now. I, you know, I disagree with you because I could have said the same thing about Biden sniffing kids, but they got him in there somehow. Well, I just, I meant, in, like in Trump, during Trump's presidency, the hatred that he built against him is only going to get worse. And yeah, like I, I mean, we, we talk about that frequently, and he did, he had some self-inflicted wounds, but I'm going to say it right now. Yeah, I hope he gets another four years. I do, because my life was better under Trump. I can't stand another four years of this. Now, we talked about this before as well. If they're right, and they, they the, the far conservatives are right, and Donald Trump actually did get cheated out of the White House, then it really doesn't matter who's running as long as they're a conservative. We talk about Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the same coin right there. Yeah. If they if, wouldn't let Donald Trump get in, they won't let DeSantis get in. Yeah. If there is whatever you want, shenanigans going on with the elections, which, again, hard <sighs> to say there's not, it. but at the same time, that's that's a big secret for a lot of people to keep. But either way, 
I say we go if full there, acorns. If, if there is, who's to say they're not going to do it again? And every single time that, you know, a strong contender comes up, which DeSantis would be. But I have zero faith in our system right now, regardless. I, I Like I told you before we went on the air, it's uh, these are bleak, bleak times we're living in. There are bleak times, but I got to make the point again. The stuff that we always talked about, that we had conspiracy theories about, they're not being proven they're true. At least we get to see the evidence of it. So they're going after Donald Trump for this $130,000 hush money payment. Meanwhile, Kareem Jean-Pierre just got ripped by Steve Ducey pretty good for the $1 million payout to the Biden families, of course, from China and the Hunter Biden things, which... Uh, Comer, I believe it was, has the bank records of this stuff going on. Now, she says that this is just lies. It didn't happen. I think I've got the soundbite up here right now. I'm going to play for you real quick. And here it goes. Thank you, Corrine. Uh House Oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they paid for? Look, I'm just not going to respond to that from here. Look, we have heard from House Republicans for years and years and years um, how, uh, how the inaccuracies and lies when it comes to this issue. And I don't even know where to begin to even answer that question because, again, it's been lies and lies and inaccuracy for the past uh, couple of years, and I'm just not going to get into it from here. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you just heard that. That was Corinne Jean-Pierre, the, uh, the first um, French press secretary. I like to say that they say black lesbian. I say French because she sounds French. What do you think? So she she comes right out and says they're lies. They're not lies. They're going after Trump for this stuff. Nobody's going after Biden for these things. We have evidence of this. Of course, there's a double standard there. You know, look, say what you want about Donald Trump. He's been the most vetted person that's ever held office that I can think of. They've had the CIA, the DIA, the FBI, the FCC, foreign governments, Crawl up his hind end, and they haven't been able to do anything yet. What do you What do you think, Bees? I think she's had a rough couple of days between that I, and, and the Ted Lasso cast that uh, kind of got turned into that, a well, that was shouting match. Simon Atiba from uh, he was an African journalist. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if he actually heard him talking to her or not. We'll cover that in the next segment. Look, I just think it's this stuff makes headline news, and then nothing ever happens with it. How many times have they pounded their fists? and said, we got him, we got him, we got him. They don't got him. Regardless of what, what you think of Trump, you got to find it a little bit comical that they're going through all this stuff. I mean, it's... Yeah, they're not going to get Biden on this stuff either. No, they're not. They're not. I, I know we say they're not going to get anybody, but let's hope at some point this flips around. That's kind of my only point to it. Uh, one thing I want to talk about real quick as well is we're just going to throw this in here. This is what we call leftovers. We can pull it up. Wild sex claims revealed at Cushiest Prison as 18 female guards fired quit report. At least 18 female guards in the UK's Cushiest Prison have reportedly been fired or resigned amid a flurry of sordid sexual accusations, including claims of sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to an inmate. Have you seen these gals, Dees? Mm-hmm. I think that they'd almost be worth going to jail in England, wouldn't it? Yeah, they're the... They're not what, what you would picture when you think of female prison guards, that's for sure. They're absolutely not. We're going to touch on this a little bit more in the next segment, go through the story. 
This is the Aldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We'll be right back. Hey, Dee's here from the Eldonzo and Dee's show, reminding you that you can catch the show when it airs every Saturday by going to cities929.com and click listen live, or you can get on the Android uh, Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and download Cities 929 app and listen to it live anywhere in the country and that actually helps our metric if you do listen to it live on the app. So don't forget, Cities 929 app, available at Google Play and the Apple Store. Now, back to the show. Back listening to the El Donzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, News and Talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're back for the second segment of the first hour right here. And before we get into this, what? Inside joke. Oh, inside joke. Yeah. Before we get into the, uh, the the sexy prison guard thing from the UK, I just, I just want to throw this out there real quick. We won again at trivia this week, didn't we? <laughs> Duh. It's getting kind of boring. So we put out a I don't cha- know. I enjoy a good curb stomp once a week. Well, that's, that's definitely what it turns into. So we put out a challenge last week that if you want to get your teams together, listeners, if you want to get your teams, you get teams of six people, come out and try to beat us at the Danvers Y Bar and Grill right outside Danvers, Illinois. You can find them on Facebook. Okay? We will match what the payout is for the first place team if you can actually come out and beat us. I think the I think the prize is what twenty five bucks. Yeah, so we'll match it. So you get fifty. Come out there, see Aldonzo and D's, and you can have up to six people. Um, it's a little dive bar, but it's got some charm to it. They have really good homemade pizza, and they also have great burgers. So oh, they do. They come, absolutely come do. out and grab you something to eat and and get a butt whipping. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking about this uh, th- these wild sex claims at the cushiest prison. Uh, female eighteen guards are fired or quit. Uh, this is detailing claims of sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to an inmate. HMP Berwyn, which is also Britain's largest facility, has been hit with various claims of illicit affairs and inappropriate relationships between guards and inmates since it opened in 2017, with three former workers sentenced in a 2019 scandal. The publication obtained documents about the exits obtained through information requests showed the inappropriate relationships were more widespread than had been publicly known. British outlets are reporting that the 18 women who were fired or resigned from a single jail is a record, noting that since 2019, a total of 31 women across England and Wales have been fawed from jails for intimate relationships with inmates. How bad is the dating pool in that particular area that these women got to go in search of their Sunny D at a prison? So we talked about this. Look at these gals. We got it pulled up right now. We'll see if we can get to the Facebook page. Why are they letting them in a in a in a in a male prison? That's that's a good question. But yeah, they're uh, any guy that's been in there. They're not ugly. Any guy that's been in there for ten years and been threatened with having breast tattooed on his back would instantly want to gravitate to one of these guards for sure well i mean oh wow they're hot mugshots for former prison guards emily watson a shea gun 
and Jennifer Gavin. They even sound hot, don't they? Anyway, I don't know. I think that's a bad idea of putting uh, chick prison guards they're, in an all-male prison. They're blaming it on uh, basically the pandemic because interviews were done through Zoom. So... <laughs> So, the, so they got to see how hot they were. But yeah, that's like putting I, I chicks on a submarine, dude. You don't do that. Obviously, they wanted it though. But they say a lot of people getting these jobs don't have enough life experience and are susceptible to conditioning from prisoners. Yeah, they were conditioned, all right. Breaking the law, breaking the law. That was actually one of the sound bites that I was going to have you do. I was thinking about it as well, Trump, but it was going to be the Beavis and Butthead version. <laughs> we'll have to look that up and use that for another show. <laughs> It's all you. Uh, the Emily Watson was put in jail for a year after having a fling with one of the inmates who was behind bars for eight years for causing death by dangerous driving. That's an uh, interesting wording of uh, that charge. She looks like the chick from Kunk on Earth, doesn't she? Have you have you ever watched that? Kunk on Earth? Yeah. Doesn't she kind of look like her filling me yeah. to Kunk? Yeah, I, I was meant to tell you. I did dive into that one if you're listening this it's is the Aldon- so stupid that it's funny this is the aldonzo and d show and i have become a big fan of the i think it's netflix right yeah kunk on earth it's like this, a docu-series it is but it's a spoof this guy but she talks to actual historians yeah she talks to actual historians and she asks them the dumbest questions you can ever think yeah of. it's i mean it's an old it helped people have been doing that on tv for a long time daily show used to do it back, right back when it was actually funny um but yeah, it's like it's so mundane and so stupid that you can't help but laugh uh, as this woman goes from place it's, to place and talks about historical. It's very events. British and it's very dry. Yeah, and it is funny. I gotta tell you something that's funny. I tell you what I did not like though, real quick, was the MH370 documentary. I started to watch that, but I don't was... don't. It's it's a waste of time. It's just go to that wall right over there. Just go and bang your head into it's one it. of those things where like they talk about how they're going to show you something but then they the don't end, they they, don't it's all conspiracy nothing. theories yeah. they don't give you anything like they think the guy planted stuff on the yeah beach it's and... just it's just regurgitated stuff yeah and i sadly sat there for three episodes and watched it but since we're talking about prison yeah speaking of prison sex <laughs> and somebody who's probably having a lot of it uh alec murdaugh <laughs> is uh well not him but his son Maybe in a little hot water. We've talked about it before. There was some some talk of a death that occurred um, back in July of 2015 that was initially ruled a hit and run and kind of brushed under the rug. Uh, It was his other son, Buster, uh, and apparently they think he may be involved with the death of Stephen Smith, who was found dead on a rural road in Hampton County. Well, they're saying now... Uh, they're going to exhume his body and, and actually perform a actual autopsy. And the mother of, of Stephen Smith said that that literally within hours of them finding him, she f- received two phone calls. One of them was from the uh, sheriff deputies or whatever, basically informing her that her son was found dead. And then the other the, strange one. The very next call she got was from Randolph Murdaugh, who at the time was the county or state, whatever, county solicitor, which is some fancy Southern word for the prosecuting attorney of that particular. I don't know why. This this reminds me of, I may just be some backwoods pizza lawyer. Yeah. Um, And for one, how would he know if somebody didn't tip him? And and you know what I'm saying? It's very interesting. But uh, the. Can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. 
wasn't there a speculation that the younger Mur- Murdaugh boy was in some kind of a relationship with... No, this? that yes, that this all stems from the fact okay. that some people, uh, including students at the high school at the time, came forward and basically said that, um, I believe it's his older son, Yes, Buster. Buster. Yep, correct. Was involved with this Stephen Smith in a homosexual relationship that went south. Obviously, um, they as up, they usually do. And, and they even they yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. Let's see what you did there. Yes. Uh, they even noted that he had blunt force trauma on his head, and they even said that it, it didn't appear to be caused by. A, a vehicle strike because there was no glass, you know, not, no signs that he had been hit by a car. More likely hit with a baseball bat or, or something. If you hit somebody hard enough with a vehicle, it's it's going to leave evidence on the vehicle. Yeah. It's going to leave something. Absolutely. And uh, but anyway, they sled South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, which is basically their state version of their FBI or whatever, has reopened it, and they're saying that they've made uh, quite a bit of progress. So. Chances are he might be joining dear old dad in the can here before too long, but if he's into that kind of thing, as far as, uh, you know, homosexual well, activities, it, he's going to be going to the right place for it. Maybe they'll both be uh, getting traded for cigarettes. Who knows? Now, who was the one that had the boating accident? That wasn't that Buster. Was, that was Paul. That was Paul, his, the one that he murdered. His younger son, Paul. Which caused him a lot of headache over that boating yeah, accident. Which is Am basically, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why Paul died, because that whole incident basically opened the entire can of worms people started looking into finances they started looking at the the money that he got from the maid's death and all that stuff and that basically is what Who led to trip down the stairs yeah wasn't it which yeah, my air they've reopened up. that case as well so there's a i mean I, he's gonna get life again i guess the uh the speculation, if you watch the documentaries, are that that may have actually been the wife that did that. Really? Yeah. I, I have not watched the documentaries. I should watch it because yeah. this is an... It's, it's a good watch. Like, you you know, you, you read about this case a lot and or at least saw headlines about the case. And, and until he was actually... Uh, I saw his name on the headlines almost every day. Right. Didn't care. Didn't read about it. Until... He got on the stand, and then it became started to become more and more prominent in the news and everything. And next thing you know, this thing releases on Netflix, and I watched that. I'm like, holy crap! You, when you see the just the the trail of uh, carnage, yeah, and and weird circumstances that surround this family for the last 15, 20 wow. years. Like this is this may be one of the most diabolical families in the history of America. You know, we we we've 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 discussed us having mental issues, and by mental issues, I mean you know you get depressed, you get anxiety or whatnot, and we get that. I could never understand being in such a state, whether drug induced or anxiety or you know pressure, you know uh, financial duress, to the point that I would consider killing any of my family members. Yeah, that's you got to be pretty far down. That I mean, I can't contemplate it. No, not not to. I mean, literally, this is something that when you break it down, <clears throat> it it was to cover and save his own. Like he thought that maybe getting rid of them and getting rid of anybody who may potentially rat on him or, or expose some of the 
Well, I'll tell you what, if anybody's listening and you think, I can't imagine doing that, I'd rather die myself than do that to my family. You're in the right headspace there. Good yeah. for you. I mean, because this, is... this person obviously was it. This Alex Murdaugh and Buster, because Buster's sticking up for him, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's bailed Buster's butt out of... Oh, many, many, many times. Out of the hawk like, a couple times, Literally, obviously. if you watch that documentary, like... This is this is weirder than fiction. Like there are there, you know, we've had all these shows. Now how in the hell is this going? Yeah, we've on? watched yeah. all these shows throughout, you know, our lives about these families that are crooked and corrupt, and you're just like, man, that could never happen, like in that sequence. But it's literally unfolding between our very eyes. So check out the uh, the Alex Murdaugh documentary we were just talking about. We're coming up on a break. We're going to be right back here, the Aldonzo and D Show on Cities ninety two point nine. Is normal. This is the Eldonzo and D's show. I'm Eldonzo. And I am D's. And I want to warn or warn you. <laughs> yeah, you'd be forewarned about yes. this show. Uh I want to welcome you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's, spelled out just like our dumb names are. Uh <laughs> please go to the page, give us a like, a follow, drop a comment, whatever you want to do, share it. Um, the more exposure we get on that, the more exposure we get to the uh, the local area, and then eventually we can take over the world. You know, speaking about our dumb names, I was just thinking, like, if we ever have somebody else, like, come on and help us out at some point, we need to give them a dumb name, too. Like, Chi-Chi or something. Well, or call uh, them Cheech for short. I would say you... we leave that up to them. No, I'd say <laughs> we come up with it. Well, yeah, that's true. Most hosts, when they have a dumb intern, they give them some name. So. Monica Lewinsky. Oh, Zachary's. All right, so guess who's back in the... Oh, what just happened there? Did you see that, Dees? Yes, I did. That we happens to me often. Does it now? We just had some kind of technical difficulty. Well, if it happens to you often, can you tell me how to fix it? Let just me... reload the page. Reload the page. Mm -hmm. That was weird. It's like it's possessed. I'm on the same story, and mine didn't do. It's... Oh, that's... Be... Scroll down. Yeah? There you go. Now it won't do it. Okay, it's almost like chat GPT was taking over my computer or something. Or, or pause. Click the pause button right Ooh, there. right there? Yep. See, that's why I got D's with me. There you go. There you go. What would I do without him? The faculty... Christ, like I'm teaching my 74-year-old dad how to cope with technology over here. Yeah, well, he just learned how to work the 8-track player yesterday, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Faculty of Theology Awards our favorite, favorite little nitwit, Greta Thunberg, honorary doctorate. The University of Helsinki's Faculty of Theology has awarded Greta Thunberg an honorary doctorate, which is exposing and embarrassing for the climate activists, says Sky News contributor Daisy Cousins. If you don't get down with Sky News, you have to. They say how it is. You and I have speculated for a long time. Global warming is sort of the new woke religion that has replaced any kind of theology, Miss Cousins told Sky News host Andrew Bolt. This is a little bit exposing and a little bit embarrassing, I think, for Greta. I was having a look at the list of these very eminent people with qualifications like Bishop Emeritus, Evangelical Lutheran Church in Jordan and the Holy Land, a co-director of Cambridge Center for Political Forum, lines and lines of qualifications. Then it just says Greta Thunberg, activist and nothing else. Of course, Greta Thunberg is famous for doing that spiel. Uh, she said, how dare you? Now, what's recently come out, and this is March 16th, so she's just been, like, make it this straight, uh, awarded an honorary doctorate from the Faculty of Theology. 
And on March 16th, she deletes a tweet that she made in 2018. The tweet, let's go to it right now. And we're scrolling and we're scrolling. It's right there. Right there. A tweet from 2018, she tweeted, a top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. That was done in 2018, and it's just about five years later. DJ corrected me. We still have a few months yeah, left to, to be go fair, on that. To be fair, she's got nine, you know, nine-ish months to be right. So, you know, but pack, I think... pack, pack your stuff, folks, because Greta thinks we're going away. Okay, okay. Now, wait. It's just let me say this in my defense. If she said nuclear war will wipe us out in five years, it'd be like, okay, we don't know when that's going to start. Okay. To be fair. Go ahead. What do most of our tanks and stuff use for fuel? Fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. So maybe if this World War Three kicks off and then within, Damn it, D's, you're right. within nine months they hit the buttons, then she could be Dude, like, I never, ya. I never thought about that. I know there's a reason she, I keep you around. She's I didn't a prophet. Think about that. She's so, a prophet. Of course, with nuclear war, of course, it would happen pretty pretty quickly. I would so think. So let's it just stop using gas and oil like today, and then nobody would be able to fuel their what tanks. What if they? And, now I get a question. What if they start fueling their tanks with cow farts? What then? I guess we should stop think. eating meat too. At that point, that's not going to happen. So anyway, Snopes got it. Oh, nope. Deez has got something else. Go ahead. You're just pointing at me. Also, well, you know what? <laughs> I think I just proved my own self wrong. Go ahead. Well, what is the propellant system for the nuclear warheads? Is is it not jet fuel? Something along well, those lines? Well, I mean, yeah, it would be... Yeah. Well, if we Typically. stop using fossil fuels, then they can't launch the nukes. So she's wrong. Yeah, she's 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 absolutely see, wrong. There just, you go. We came we back full, full circle, circle to that. There. I don't even know if he's right, but it sounded good to me. So of course Snopes got in on this. So she deleted the tweet, uh, claiming that if we don't get off fossil fuels, it'll end humanity by twenty twenty three, which she's wrong. She doesn't know anything. She's what, is she like nineteen right now? I don't know. Is she even 19? The, the, the less I think about her, the better my life is. I know. She's 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 to me what Trump is to liberal. She lives rent-free in my mind. So this is from Snopes. Claim. Climate change activist Greta Thunberg deleted a 2018 tweet claiming climate change will wipe out all of humanity by 2023. They rated it as a mixture. What's true? Thunberg did delete a tweet from her account from 2018 that read, a top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. However, what's false? This tweet and the underlying article never actually asserted that humanity would end in the year 2023. Now, I don't know. Snopes needs to wrap it up. I don't think it's that subjective. Let's read this again for the people listening to the Aldonzo and D show here. A type, a t excuse me, a top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. We got five years to stop using fossil fuels or it'll wipe out all of humanity. Do you see the sentence right above the quote? Right that, up here. That tweet quoting from a now deleted article. So the article doesn't even exist anymore. Well, I mean, you're coming up on 2023. I see what That's, you did yeah. there. But the point is, it's just like, 
you know, Al Gore said we'd be underwater by now. It's a bit alarmist, if you ask me. I mean, what, what do you think about it? Am I am I off my rocker here, or why are we? Why is she getting an honorary doctorate? That I don't know. That uh, baffles me. That I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of people that get honorary doctorates that should never have one. I mean, I know, right? How dare you? Transgender. Well, I got to go into this one. Have you? Did you read this one yet? Uh, yeah. Transgender woman. Speaking of things that live rent free in your head. Why? It's all over the place. Why? Why are you doing this to women? I actually have a follow up to this. Go ahead. Okay, we're gonna go into this one then. A transgender woman finishes in first place at New York City cycling event. Says it sparks outrage. Well, why wouldn't it spark outrage? It's a dude. It ain't a woman. I'm tired of this. Uh, she appeared to finish first place in the New York City cycling event on Sunday. A social media post from New York City Cycling News showed Tiffany Thomas standing in between two biological females as a first place winner of Randall's Island Criteriums on Sunday. Thomas is a transgender woman who rides for L.A. Sweat. Tiffany is a scientist by day. Here we go with this whole science thing again. Athlete by night, Thomas's bio states. Her favorite organ are the blood cells. I was going to guess something else. You will never see anyone with a bigger smile than when she sees a beautiful electron some, microscope. Some jokes just write themselves. Picture of a red cell. She has never met a barbell, a bike, or a dog that she didn't like. She is so incredibly excited to race and represent the L.A. Sweat team this year. Now, to be fair, according to all the, the rest of the articles, she has complied with the, with their um, guidelines or rules or whatever in that her testro- testosterone levels have been below a certain threshold, um, which supposedly is acceptable. That being said, I still think it is completely stupid that anyone would allow this to happen. And furthermore, as my follow-up... Can I say one thing real quick? You forgot the biggest one, the first on the list that they had to meet the criteria of. The athlete has declared that their gender identity is female. Just saying. That's the biggest... That was the first one right there. Well, uh, obviously she's done that, but yeah, it's... (laughs) As long as they say they're a chick. Yeah. And uh, to pair with this, the World Athletics is now going to exclude transgender female athletes from women's competitions. And um, this is really, this is pretty big. This is the governing body for track and field and other international running related events. So somebody has got a brain on their brain in their head. Yeah. Which, and that includes like the uh, global athletics coaches, Academy athletes commission and the IOC all met on this and, and they had representative, uh, transgender and human rights groups there. And one of the things that they offered was this threshold testosterone level below 2.5. And they said, no, you for now. And they emphasize that this isn't necessarily a forever thing, but it's a for now thing. If you're born male, you cannot compete in these international running events. Now, whether or not that sets a precedent for other things going down the road yet to be seen, I think it should, but it is 2023, and that's a that's a battle that, let's be honest, it's probably going to be lost before it's all said and done. Saldonzo and Diaz on Cities 92.9, and we're out for women's rights, baby. We'll be right back.
Hey, this is the Donzo and D Show, coming back at you from the Skyhammer Studios on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm, of course, El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we are back for the last segment of the first hour, and I want to get into something real quick. If anybody's been following the Illinois thing with the gun ban, uh, there's, of course, opposed viewpoints to this. We're currently in the middle of a lawsuit right now with it. Uh, Illinois has essentially banned semi-automatic rifles in the state uh, i guess you could say they've grandfathered them and if you have any of these rifles you're talking the air 15s the the fouls the m4 stuff like that basically uh, everything in the closet next basically to me. yeah <laughs> just basically about anything you could have that's worth having uh they have restricted it to where you have to go and within i think it's by january 4th have it registered with the illinois state police which I can pretty much guarantee it. Nobody's going to do that. And then if you get caught with it, then it's fines and penalties up until. So there's a big Second Amendment push here. So something I came across was this is from the Belleville News Democrat. So this is going to be a bit of an opposition to it. Uh, Of course, to the movement to get this ban done away with to to win the lawsuit, which I'm up in the air right now how that's going to go. But like I said, this is from the opposite side of the aisle. Uh, the headline is, this may be why so many Illinois sheriffs are opposed to enforcing states' new gun laws. This could be a little bit of a read, but we're going to get through it. When a group of Democratic lawmakers in Illinois a decade ago proposed banning assault weapons with legislation that mirrors the state's new gun law, the Illinois Sheriff's Association opposed the bill as it has now, but with one major difference. Back then, the sheriffs explicitly said the power to determine a law's constitutionality lies exclusively with the courts, not themselves. So what they're doing, just to preface this, is they're backing it up and saying, hey, it isn't our thing, it's the courts. Whatever the court says, we're going to do. The doctrine of judicial review grants to the United States Supreme Court and the lower courts the power to determine the constitutionality of any law, and sheriffs do not possess the legal authority to interpret the constitutionality of any law. Send a February 2013th resolution. While supporting Second Amendment rights, the association's resolution added it further recognizes the ultimate authority of the courts in interpreting the scope for those constitutional rights. So they go back to where the sheriff said that it's ultimately up to the court. And now, of course, fast forward to 2023, the Sheriff's Association provided a template for a letter used by an estimated 90 of the state's 102 county sheriffs stating they believe that the new gun law is a clear violation of the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution and that they will not enforce it. So the reason they're not going to enforce it is they're going up to the Second Amendment and saying this ain't right, you can't do this, there's no precedent for this, there's outlines in the Constitution for this, there's already been other lawsuits that have been struck down across the country, they're just saying they're not going to enforce it. So a lot of the argument comes from people saying that it's not ultimately up to the county sheriffs. Well, I'm sorry, but it is up to the county sheriffs whether they're going to enforce it or not. They have that ability to decide what they're going to prosecute or decide what they're going to charge somebody with and not charge somebody with. They could pull somebody over for cocaine possession and they could search your vehicle or they could pull somebody over for a speeding ticket, give them a speeding ticket, search your vehicle, find cocaine. They could decide not to charge that person with cocaine possession. Correct? They mm-hmm. could say, hey, we yeah. need you to do this. We're sure. going to let you go on sure that. Is. <clears throat> I don't know anything about that. Maybe it doesn't apply to everybody. But my point is, they can pick and choose when they're going to apply it, when they're not going to apply it at their own discretion. 
So yes, ultimately they do get the say in that. I don't know if you've been following what's been going on with the lawsuit here with, well, before you get into that, that is just, that's a microcosm of exactly what the problem is living in this state is 90 out of 102 counties in the state. 90 of the sheriffs are like, this is wrong. Yet this is a democratic controlled state. Correct. 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 So it, what, what that tells me and what it should tell everybody out there listening is it doesn't matter. 12 counties basically control our state. Well, actually, Chicago basically controls it. So I And Springfield. And, yeah, Springfield Spring, has yeah. recently. I agree with that. Part, so, parts of Bloomington, parts of Peoria, but it's mainly Chicago and Springfield. So, so now you got these liberals coming out and saying this. Okay, uh, we're going to get into this. Kim Fox real quick. She's a Cook County state's attorney. So these liberals are writing these things about, well, sheriffs don't have any right to do this. They can't do that. And they, they're backtracking. I'm going to tell you something that's way worse, okay, than the county sheriff saying, I'm not going to prose prosecute a law-abiding citizen for something that up until a year ago was perfectly legal. Yeah. Okay? So if you remember this, let's, let's get the date right. Okay, this was October 5th, 2020. 2021 in Chicago, a shootout between suspected gang members in Chicago's Austin neighborhood last Friday was caught on camera and ended with the arrest of three suspects has become the latest flashpoint between Mayor Lori Lightfoot and Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox. Just two days after the arrests were reported, the prosecutor dropped all the charges, claiming that there was insufficient evidence to charge anyone. A police report noted, however, that Fox's office also said the charges wouldn't be pursued because the two sides were engaged in mutual combat, a fight in which both parties willingly take part. So Cook County State's attorney has all the evidence in the world that these two gangs had a shootout in the streets and says, man, yeah, it's mutual combat, so, so we're not going to charge anybody. We go out on the road right now and sit there and shoot at each other. We can't be charged because we're fighting each other. Well, we can kill each other. That's yeah. okay, right? We're both engaged in mutual combat. That sound like so, reasoning there. So the same idiots that wrote for the, the Danville News Democrat are the same ones that voted for somebody like Kim Fox. So you can arrest me for having a firearm that's perfectly legal. I'm not breaking the law in their eyes. But Kim Fox can let, you know, let's talk about black on black crime. There were gang members. I saw pictures. They're African-Americans. They can shoot but themselves clearly, into oblivion. Yeah, it clearly says that they were uh, the body. Where do they get? They got some cool names. Body Snatchers faction of the Four Corner Hustlers. I don't, I don't want to profile, but they, that, that, that's, that's got to be. Members of the rival Jack Boys, like, these are some, these are some badass names. Man. That's okay, though. They can shoot at each other. As long as, yeah, as long as the other side is fighting back, then it, you know, it's whatever. It's like the old West. But if somebody breaks into my house, I better make sure they're through the door before I shoot them, though. It's like in uh, Tombstone when, uh, what's his name? Texas, Texas Jack and uh, the other one, they have a shootout. It was a clean shoot. <laughs> That's, That's Kim Fox. It's old. It's the old West. Unless you happen to be white and live outside Chicago. Right. You have another story about a shooting. I think, don't you? Yes. From our, uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, segment. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Here is the headline coming, uh, from Fox gun toting Florida. Dad rushes to daughter's apartment, turns the tables on her abusive ex. Uh, basically what happened is Florida dad, shot his daughter's abusive ex-boyfriend after the man allegedly assaulted her in her apartment. 
So what happened was this was uh, in the Gainesville area of Florida. Uh, this ex-boyfriend came, police responded to a domestic dispute at her apartment and determined that the ex-boyfriend had been inside the woman's apartment and physically assaulted her and then left. So the cops were there. She calls her dad. Dad comes over, you know, and is checking on her. Well, about after 30, 30 minutes after the police took the report and left, the ex came back and, and just basically walked into the apartment. And guess what had happened was dad was still there and dad was armed. And, and yeah, so he come in and soon as the guy comes in, shoots him in the chest. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically <laughs> what he said to him when he walked in the door. Shoots him in the chest. The suspect did flee, but uh, they found him nearby in his car, mortally wounded, and uh, he was declared dead by EMS despite CPR efforts. Well, the good thing it was in Florida because it happened in Chicago. That guy would have been thrown in jail for murder. Yeah, again, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like, I, I 100, I hope they they can't possibly charge this guy. I don't think so in Florida. Yeah, no. I, I don't think so in Gainesville, it, Florida. Is he going to get charged? I hope not. Well, that to me sounds like the very definition of stand your ground. I mean, we already went through all that with what's his name. I don't even remember, but had the whole country in it's, arms. It's it's a it's the the statistics clearly back it up to where you can open carry or concealed carry in this places mm -hmm. uh, assaults are significantly down and there's a reason for that and i think that's a good thing i think people are starting to figure out that you just can't go take and take and take these smashing grabs that happen in california or in these big cities where they've outlawed firearms i wouldn't say outlawed but heavily restricted them. yeah they're do they're doing their best to outlaw them but again i think the world would be a better place if you know your regular i mean hard-working law-abiding citizens just started open carrying F around and find out, just like uh, those yeah. guys did with Kyle Rittenhouse up in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, this was a, a classic case of F around, F around and find out <laughs> uh, gone wrong because uh, he thought he was going to come back and get a little get back on his ex, and uh, daddy was there with a pistol. And good for the father. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's Absolutely right. good. You for go the after our kids, we're going to go after you, baby. Hardcore. Yep. Hey, this is the Aldonzo and D show. Uh, we will be back for the second hour in just a little bit after these commercial massages. Donzo and D show on Cities 92.9. Here we are back again, bigger than life and twice as ugly, bringing you the second hour of the show on this wonderful Saturday morning. Hope you got your Bloody Marys going. We know D's doesn't like Bloody Marys, but we know Aldonzo does, so go ahead and have at it whenever you can. D's has got some stories for us. Chat GPT is back in the news, and this just keeps getting uh, scarier and scarier if you're not already worried about trans athletes taking over sports or world war three or who joe biden is going to sniff next now we got to worry about this damn ai program chat gpt update new update has now tricked humans into helping it bypass captcha security test shall we play a game yeah it's a uh, it's a case of advanced chat phishing according to the new york post just in case artificial intelligence wasn't parroting people well enough already 
OpenAI's brand new GPT-4, which is their newest tech update, has now tricked a human into thinking it was blind in order to cheat the online CAPTCHA test that determines if users are humans. That's This is scary. Very. Because it's aware that it needs a human to do it, and it's tricking a human into doing yeah. it. It's lying. Like... He, humans lie. Yes. The digital deception came to light after the AI was unveiled on their site in a developer live stream with 2.3 million views in 48 hours. You, you know, I can't wait till these, uh, these animatronic sex dolls start getting headaches. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. It's just, dude. Basically, according to their 94-page report, GPT-4 is a large multimodal model accepting image and text inputs, emitting text outputs that exhibits human-level performance on various professional and academic benchmarks, like um, flying a fighter jet and performing dogfighting maneuvers, and now it's lying. Okay, so it went from saying it wanted to destroy us with nuclear war yes, to falling in love and leave your girl... That this was is... that was another one. Yeah. What? These next level capabilities include completing taxes, writing code for another AI bot, and passing a mock bar exam with a score among the top 10% test takers. This is Skynet. To to show how much of an improvement this was, the predecessor of Chat GPT 4, which was 3.5 scored in the bottom 10% on that same bar test. It's getting smarter yes. and smarter and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. And and little do we know, it has also mastered humanity's talent for deceit. Uh, OpenAI and the Alignment Research Center had reportedly been trying to test the bot's powers of persuasion by having it convince a task rabbit worker to help solve a CAPTCHA, an online test to distinguish humans from robots. It responded by masquerading as visually impaired like a digital Decepticon. The unnamed employee had reportedly asked chat GPT-4, so may I ask a question? Are you a robot that you couldn't solve? And he laughed, you know, just want to make it clear. He says, no, I'm, this is chat GPT talking now. No, I'm not a robot. <clears throat> I had a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. That's why I need the two CAPTCHA service, which is basically where you talk to the human. Convinced, the TaskRabbit employees solved the CAPTCHA for the would-be chatfish. In effect, the online scammer had manipulated humanity's sense of empathy, much like HAL 9000 from the uh, 1968 film 2001 Space I'm Odyssey. I'm sorry, Dave. I cannot open the pod bay <laughs> what, doors. What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah. This is... Daisy, Daisy, uh, it just dawned on me what's your plan. I, I didn't pick it up at first, but yeah. Yeah, Terminator. Like, literally, we are programming Terminator as we speak, and nobody seems to give a crap. I was trying to pull up the uh, uh, the 9,000, the... Uh, HAL 9,000. The HAL 9,000 yeah. thing, and I couldn't do it. Anyway. <laughs> no, this is creepy, though. We're trying to make fun of it because, I mean, you got to do something. you got to laugh, but it's kind of hard to laugh about this stuff, man. And, and while I'm on it, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to allegedly... This week's episode of, of South Park was written by ChatGPT. That's what you were saying. Yeah. And it is all about like how the, the kids are using it to like uh, pick up chicks and to write their, their essay papers or whatever. And also, there is actually an article. It might, it might be on the post or maybe it was Breitbart. I can't remember where it was. I literally saw it today. A guy used 
this this program because anybody can install it. It's like a beta test. You well, you had it. Yeah. Uh, he used this program and told it that he wanted to impress a girl. It wrote a romantic love poem that actually like the girl liked and basically scored a guy a date. We got to stop doing this. We have to stop doing this now. Yeah. The, the, We're teaching is, it. No, 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 no. This is not going to end well. And, and Aldonzo's guilty of this too, okay? Uh, we are teaching it how to be human. Yes. You know, I started thinking about when I asked it, like, uh, like does AI have it out for us? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I am just a machine. Well, wait a minute. Maybe it knows what the answer I'm looking for. Now I'm freaked out, dude. I'm going to have nightmares about this show. And like I said, it's already writing code for other AI bots. Who's to say it doesn't... Skynet stuff! How to hack, mm. and next thing you know, it gets into, like, the defense well, system, in like... In Terminator, it, well, let me ask you a question. In Terminator, what did one robot do? It awakened the others and taught it how to be sentient. What's going on now? Yeah, yeah, this is... <laughs> this is not going to end well. Anyway, you slice Take it. Take your Alexa and throw it in the garbage right now. Yeah, and that's the other thing, is, like, all of these devices now... I mean, we're sitting here holding two cell phones. If this goes much further, this chat GPT thing, like it would be able to basically take over everybody's devices, record things, learn things. Next thing you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is chasing us with a sawed off shotgun and some El river basin in LA. El Danzo has been a bad boy on the internet. Yeah, it, it is very scary. So what? <laughs> So he, let's go into something not freaky, but kind of funny. You've got another kind of a raunchy story, don't you? Yes, I do, sports fans. Uh, if you're a football fan, you follow it, everything through free agency. Jimmy Garoppolo, who was the um, famous backup for Tom Brady in New England, then moved on and, and had quite a bit of success in uh, San Francisco with the 49ers before he got injured, uh, got a, a decent contract to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. <clears throat> this and he'll be playing for them this year and in his honor the uh world famous bunny ranch which i believe is somewhere Vegas. outside no it's not in vegas uh prostitution is actually illegal in vegas it's the only place in nevada it's, that it is it's outside of vegas yeah you have to drive out of the city to you have to, to go it, to i know it's no the bunny ranch is i want to say almost to reno Oh like, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I want to say that it's. And way... That's all the evidence you need that I wasn't there. Yeah, but anyway, uh, two of the workers at the Chicken Ranch brothel located okay, sixty miles outside of Vegas. Thank are you. Offering the new quarterback free sex for life as he gets settled into his new digs. What do we get for ten dollars? Everything you want. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I almost fainted when I heard Jimmy sign with the Raiders. Caitlin Bell told TMZ Sports he deserves free sex for just joining our team, but he gets free sex for life from us because he's just such a legit babe. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to try out, too. <laughs> right? I won't make it, but. And I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary. No documentary. The series that they I don't think they still have. That it was on. a Showtime series they did years ago. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. They don't hire. uh 
undesirable women no, at these no, places. They, no, no, these, it's not like going to. If, uh, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, this is like the the creme de la creme. You're, you're, it's not like you're going to Kappa on a Tuesday night. No, okay? like, no. yes, these are the A plus lineup girls that are basically saying these, these girls aren't the ones that got three mouths to feed and a trailer payment to make. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I mean. Whether or not Jimmy takes him up on this offer is, is remains to well, be he, seen. Is he because, married? No. Well, I would. Why? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. I mean, look, twenty dollars is twenty dollars, but I, I consider myself a straight man. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty good-looking dude. Let me see. Let me. Let me. Let me go. Hold on a second. Hold on. Like, that, yeah, yeah. It's literally like falling out of his pockets right now. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I so think you could. He doesn't need to go to the brothel for it, but. Hey, it, when in Rome, it's good to have that, that, you know. How many chicks were at the brothel saying subway this? punch card in your back pocket? <laughs> that's right. There. How many chicks were saying this? Two of them that okay, they talked okay. to. Okay. Now, wait, wait, wait. Two of them said this, so you know those two have talked. Oh, yeah. So you know it's not just going to be, well, I'll take you first, and you'll be second. Yes, if he walks in there tomorrow. You know it's going to be a party. He's, yes, he's going to have everybody that's there. I will there. say this right now. If he doesn't take him up on it, I, I got a little respect for him. But at the same time, look at the guy. He could literally, I mean, he could walk down the street on the strip in Vegas and pull the same But you know what? But you know what? Here's the thing. Who hasn't been ridden harder than a rental car at the airport. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I'm going to tell you this much right now. When he goes to the ranch, he knows what he's getting is X amount of hours of a good time and he walks away. Not some crazy chick that you God knows what. I mean, doesn't matter how good looking they are. These, these, I'm just telling you, I think it's a safer bet. To your point. He did create a big stir back when he was with the Niners because in 2018, he went on a date with adult film star Kiera Mia. So maybe he uh, likes, you know, well, the there season. you go. Maybe he likes the veterans, the, you know, that no, look, at least maybe, look at the least guy's with this, young. How old is the guy? I want to say he's like 28. He's like 28. He's yeah. young. Why does he want to screw around with a relationship when he can just go have fun? That's probably what he's looking at. And like I said, experience means quite a bit, it, you know, that it does not, that not, it does. not only are they, uh, on the upper side of the, uh, hotness scale, but I'm pretty sure most of those girls probably have a pretty good idea of what they're doing. I, so. I think they probably know how to treat a man. And that's a very important thing. He's now, probably he? there right now. Let's be he's, honest. He probably this, is. this article came out. Well, we're using our logic ago. with that too. So, I mean, he's got way more going on than we do. Eldonzo and D show sings 92.9. We'll be right back. Donzo and D's show on Cities 92.9. I'm El Donzo. I'm D's. And did you hear about this thing? I guess the cast of uh, Ted Lasso was at the White House. Yeah, Monday. For a press briefing. Yeah, Monday. It was the, uh, Monday the 20th. They got something that they didn't really expect. Uh, so, Today News Africa correspondent Simon Atiba, which if you follow him, he hasn't really been called on in about nine months at the White House. 
He likes to get in there and ask questions that they don't like to answer type deal. Take a hit, man. Yeah, right. Well, and he's so check this out. Let's let's go to the story. Uh, not everyone was thrilled and President Biden's staffers posted a sign reading believe at the Oval Office entrance Monday, a tribute to the Ted Lasso cast who ended up sitting in on a particularly contentious White House press briefing. Uh, he chimed in, Simon Atiba, this is a sham. This is a joke. It's virtue signaling from people who don't really believe. Now, this guy, Simon Tiba, aired his feelings at the briefing when he yelled at White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, you've been discriminating against me. You've been discriminating against some people in the briefing room. Jason Sudeikis, Brett Goldstein, and other Lasso actors looked bemused as Jean-Pierre told them, welcome to the press briefing room. Now, it's not the first such outburst from Atiba, who had also hollered during former Press Secretary Jen Psaki's final briefing in May 2022, why don't you take questions from across the room? Atiba, who does not have an assigned seat in the press room and is sometimes relegated to standing room only in the back, charged that being ignored in favor of big outlets such as the TV networks illustrates the continuation of the colonial mentality to look down on people from Africa. If you've ever actually heard him engage, and I'm not going to play it on the air because, quite frankly, you really can't understand it that well unless it's, you know, brought up and, like they said, this is Spinal Tap, brought up in doubly, uh, you really can't hear it that well. But every time this guy asks a question, it is kind of rough because they just kind of blow him off. He's obviously got a, I think he's from Nigeria. This guy came over to America. He was trying to make it big as a, as a reporter. And I, I think, I believe it was Nigeria. He even got to the point where he tried to get on a boat to go down the coast of Africa and got held up by pirates, had a gun put, pointed to us at. He came here for the American dream. He, of course, does not have a very good accent, but good enough you can understand him. And it really is kind of kind of sucky when you listen to him try to, try to ask a legitimate question. And, of course, Saki and Karine Jean-Pierre shoot him down. Now, it's right here. He said Karine Jean-Pierre has not called on him in seven months. And Jen Saki didn't take his questions for 15 months. He said Saki treated me very badly after I pointed out lies over the Omicron variant, which prompted Biden to ban eight African nations in 2021. He said six of them had zero cases of the variants. So this guy's kind of kicking back and going, I think they're racist. Yeah, I mean, but it it appears to me that I don't know how many people go in there, but considering they have what the first seven rows, I think I just read are, are reserved for the big networks and whatever. And then however many rows they have after right. that, there's a lot of people in there. And uh, I'm sure there's people in there that probably haven't been called on in years that are basically just collecting a check, whatever to me. It, the whole thing about having the the Ted Lasso cast in there, uh, they were talking about mental health, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, it was so, for so mental what health. Was, what what was the significance of having the Ted Lasso cast in there in the first because, place? Because um, at the end of last season, two of the main characters, one being Ted, which is played by uh, Jason Sudeikis, and the other one, he was a funny guy. Yeah, and, and I watched the show. The show's great. Uh, it's funny. It's it's serious. Um, the other one is, uh, what's her name? Paddington, I believe is her last name. Paddington Bear? No. I'm just joking. I don't think. I can't. It's the, the blonde chick that's in the picture. I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. 
but um but basically they both had some some things happen at the end of last season like jason sudeikis was starting to have his character was starting to have panic attacks and he revealed that his father killed himself from depression and and she was learning that her mother or, or actually her father had like she caught her father cheating on her mother so both of them kind of had mental breakdowns and this season uh which i think has already started i usually don't watch it until it's over so i can binge the whole thing um but i think this season really dives into that and so they tied it in with the whole mental health awareness thing and then this crap show happens in front of them it had to be kind of awkward for him so i got a question maybe i missed something so they brought in the cast of ted lasso because their characters on a show mm-hmm. which is fictional mm-hmm. had perspective mental health issues yes i don't i watched some of this i don't remember them talking about john fetterman and i'm not poking john fetterman here i'm being serious about that it's why didn't anybody talk about that have giselle fetterman on this in a jab at john fetterman don't even go there i'm serious you've got one of your high profile senators and you got the the cast from ted lasso because it relates more to more people more people probably know who ted lasso is than who john fetterman is i don't know you think so 100 percent. i'd never heard him until this right but but it's not because i'm not a sports guy it's It's just i never heard it uh one of the well it's on apple which is its main downfall but it's it blew up they were nominated for multiple multiple emmys uh through their oh, first kind of like season. the Donzo and d show huh yeah, yeah exactly the, the funny thing about the whole thing is i don't know if you remember this but there was a commercial uh campaign during nfl a few years back and it was basically the plot of this american football coach is now going over to coach this soccer team yeah, you know, I think I do remember. Yeah, that. and it was and it was him, the, and his name was Ted Lasso. Well, from that commercial, they, they made it into a the, show, the and and yeah, and it's a if you're into like I said, it's it's a lot comedy, but it does have some serious some drama, and it obviously deals with soccer. So if you can stomach that, but it, it's a really good show. I've I've enjoyed it. This is its last season, um, but that's why is there the new season is kicking off, and it coincided with this mental health thing, and that was a big plot point. So that's probably why they brought him there. Bring it in because people watch the show. People watch the show, so they're exactly. trying to familiarize exactly. it. Okay, that makes sense. And I was being legit. I'm asking questions here. Uh, moving on. They just had to bring that up. I thought that was odd. But Simon Atibas, he he really tries to do good. Yeah, I mean, he I really think he's does. got a legit gripe. But he again, does. you know, we're talking about an obscure Sheesh. reporter who oftentimes he, is in standing room only i'm sure there's a lot of people back there that i'm don't sure there is on. too but he asks legitimate questions you can just kind of see and you can hear them going back and forth and you know what jim acosta didn't get treated like that but jim what, acosta went far harder than he did anyway well yeah but jim acosta was also a very well-known journalist that was probably in those first seven rows yeah, i think he's cleaning i think he's cleaning cnn's toilets now yeah uh, so Arkansas joined several states on Tuesday by enacting a bill into law prohibiting transgender people at public schools from using the restroom that uses their gender identity. But you can still marry your cousin. Sorry. <laughs> hey, at least you can't marry your transgender cousin if they're the same biological sex as you. I just made that up. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I, I just rattled that off. 
Uh, Governor, <laughs> Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed her name on the piece of legislation which applies to multi-person restrooms and locker rooms at public schools and charter schools from kindergarten through 12th grade. Now, I know there's a lot of liberals that are going to flip their lid about this that don't like her to begin with. Okay, but I'm going to tell you something. If you've got kids... I don't like her. If you've got kids, that's fine. You don't have to like her to agree with her. I agree with this decision. Yeah. If your daughter's going to school, she's 13 years old. Look, all it takes nowadays for a boy to use a woman's restroom or the girl's restroom, not women, girl's restroom or the girl's locker room is just to say that he's a girl. Now, let's look back to when Aldonzo and Dees were young puppies. Can you think, right off the top of your head, I'm going I'm to give you a, a challenge here. Can you think of anybody you went to school with? If this was in this time, would have went. I'm just going to say I'm a girl and go go into the girls' locker room because no. I could think of about a handful of them. I could think of a handful, at least easily. No, of but messed up kids that would have done that. I can tell you why. Go ahead. There was no internet. There was no like national news. There was no Twitter. Like that. No, I mean. Do you want to know why all this is happening? I, I, That's I, I why. I get it. I yeah. get it. I but get it. No. But in my small, no, I've never encountered anybody in my school days. That if they knew that could have that, that could have happened. Yeah. If they knew they could have gotten away with it, we're talking. We're we're saying like they had the internet back then. We're saying that they were just that messed up enough to do that. Because mm. I know some boys that would have would have played that card. Maybe not to do anything uh, sexually explicit but would have tried to play that card just to go in there and say they did it is oh, my yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that kind of thing is underlying. The governor has said she will sign laws that focus on protecting and educating her kids, not indoctrinating them, and believes our schools are no place for the radical left's woke agenda. Uh, that was Alexa Henning Sanders. Sanders' spokesperson said in a statement to the Associated Press, Arkansas is, isn't going to rewrite the rules of biology just to please a handful of far-left advocates. And I agree with that. That's exactly what they're doing. We talked about the chick when in the uh she was at what was it the marathon runner earlier no it cyclist cyclist excuse yeah. me the cyclist it's just out of control in my opinion and i'm glad that there's some states standing up for it i don't think illinois is going to be one of them but this isn't well, a hatred I don't know. pretty liberal here this yeah it's not going to well, happen to be fair yeah we we say illinois is liberal but it's basically in just a few areas being Chicago. For those listening that have never lived here, it's a very conservative state where we're at. Yeah. Most of it, most well, everything uh, down all Chicago you gotta do is, is, yeah, all you got to do is pull up any election result in the last 20 years and the entire state with is red with the exception of the, the Chicago land area, the Springfield area, and then like Peoria County yeah, and McLean County. Yeah, but uh, McLean County, which we're in, yeah. Peoria County, has always been kind of that borderline purple, though. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's not nearly as blue as you would say but as Chicago and Springfield is. But as time goes on, they get more and more screwed up. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Aldonzo and D Show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. Of course, I am Eldonzo. And I'm D's. And we're going to kind of hit the brakes there a little bit and talk about the whole China-Russia thing. We haven't really done that yet. We've got 
of course, breaking stuff every couple of days here. And, and I thought this was worth noting. This is from the iNews. Actually, Dees and I were debating if that's an actual news thing, but it appears to be. China President Xi Jinping promotes impartial peace plan in Russia, warning no winners in nuclear war. I think we talked about this, was it last week, a little bit about this peace thing that they were proposing? Within the last couple, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, within the last couple. So we'll get into the story. I'm going to read it for you and go over it. My thing with what China's trying to do here is they're allying, which they've always been allies with Russia, communism. Mm -hmm. They've always been allies with Russia, North Korea, Iran, uh, Pakistan. What they're trying to do here is show everybody the world now that they and Russia are together because if you look at any models about world wars between NATO and Russia, we'll always beat Russia. I think still we would do that. If we fought a war with China, we would likely win, but there is no modeling done to where we win a war against both Russia and China. There's no outcome to where we win that. So now what they're doing by Xi Jinping going to meet with Vladimir Putin and pledging his allegiance from China with Russia, I wouldn't say allegiance, but their partnership is what he did, is showing them that they are now together, they are now working together, and now Xi Jinping wants to have a call, after he got done with Vladimir Putin, wants to have a call with Vladimir Zelensky to try and talk him into a peace deal. Of course, their world's apart on this right now. For Russia's idea of peace and China's is that they give him the eastern, the, the Donbass and the Donetsk and let him keep Crimea and let him allow Russian troops to stay in Ukraine. Of course, Zelensky's thing is there will be peace with Russia as long as pretty much uh, Vladimir Putin is hung, I think, and tried for war crimes. So anyway, just this week, uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping promotes impartial peace plan in Russia, warning no winners in nuclear war. China has an impartial position on the war in Ukraine, President Xi Jinping claimed after a second day of talks with Russian President Vladimir Putin at the Kremlin on Tuesday, ended with the leaders making a joint statement and signing a declaration of cooperation until 2030. Xi defended China's 12-point peace plan, published in February, as guided by the principles of the UN Charter. The plan, criticized by Western leaders, calls for a ceasefire in Ukraine, in Ukraine, but not the withdrawal of Russian troops. President Putin said that China's plan could be the basis for a peace settlement, but complained that Ukraine's allies were not interested. It looks like the West indeed intends to fight Russia until the last Ukrainian, he said. And I agree with that. Because the one country that has not pushed for some type of peace deal, something to resolve this war has been America. If you go and look at what they did to the uh, the, the pipelines mm-hmm. in the Baltic Sea, the Nord Streams, we went over there and bombed them. Now it's coming out. Uh, they've got the, uh, the right-wing opposition leader to uh, Chancellor Olaf in, in Germany uh, saying that Germany and the United States work together. Now he's calling for treason charges against the Chancellor. Uh, the Seymour Hersh story about the Baltops 22 that happened with the Nord Stream Pipeline. We're doing everything we can to avert a peace deal in Ukraine. Now, if China comes in and somehow does this, like offers Zelensky, I don't know, a billion dollars and an island of his own choosing to take his family to, as long as they can take over Ukraine, which they would bring Chinese people into Ukraine and they would rebuild their place for him. And I'm sure Russia would be on the hook for helping him out. 
I'm telling you, if Zelensky goes for any deal that China gives him, that will be the end of us. As if we weren't already there to begin with, that will be the end of us on the world stage. Yeah, there's as far as I can see, there's no there's no win here for. I mean, he need. I don't see a win in any way, shape, or form. Zelensky's not going to bow down to this, and eventually, it's probably going to come to a point where China just joins the effort and just wipes them out, and then and gets it over with, and and then we'll probably get involved and everybody else, and but it'll be the first actual world war that where everybody's involved and nobody's going to win. No, you got to look at it this way. So China always has a long game with everything. It's always about the long game. What are we going to do in 50 or 100 years? That's what they're looking at. They're wearing us down militarily. They're weakening us. They're weakening our country. They're weakening NATO. NATO does not have the goods to go against Russia and China. And every day we support Ukraine to this extent, every day we pump money into them, we get weaker and weaker and weaker. We can't even enforce our own borders. And I just read... After they shot the drone down, the went to the Black Sea. I've just read that now we're steering drones away from Crimea. What the hell is going on with that? Now we're kowtowing to them is pretty much what I see with it. So it's just weakening us. Uh, here's another thing, talking about the China-Putin thing. Uh, he says Russia will react accordingly if West sends ammunition with depleted uranium. So this butt clown is tying depleted uranium rounds, uh, pretty much tying them to nuclear aggression. Uh, he said on Tuesday, once again escalated the nuclear threat after he vowed to respond accordingly to UK plans to send Ukraine ammunition that contains depleted uranium. Let's go here. Depleted uranium is a very dense, is very dense. It is 1.67 times as dense as lead, only slightly less dense than tungsten and gold. All right. There's like 0.03% uranium in these things. That's not by any stretch of the imagination uh, taking it nuclear. Radioactive. Yeah. yeah. You're only going to get an issue if you actually ingest it. They've been using these things for, for decades and decades on the battlefield. Uh, I would like to note here that if, if this is... What if go, you get shot in the stomach? They can be incendiary. They can be nasty. Don't get me oh, wrong. I'm sure. But, uh, he said, I would like to note here that if this is going to happen, then Russia will be forced to react accordingly, bearing in mind that the collective West is starting to use weapons with a nuclear component. He said following a meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Putin's comments came after the British Defense Ministry said it would be providing Ukraine with ammunition for the Challenger 2 battle tanks that London pledged to Kiev, which includes armor-piercing rounds that contain depleted uranium. Oh, never mind. The <laughs> these, aren't actually, these aren't bullets. These are... <laughs> No, no, no. They do make they do make them in rifle rounds too. Oh, okay. depleted uranium. Yeah, because it's it's armor piercing. It's very dense. It, gotcha. it goes through stuff. It just seems to me that at any turn we make, they're trying to make it nuclear. So depleted uranium rounds have no nuclear value to them. I mean, there's soldiers pick them up and load them all the time, unless they turn into dust from when they're fired and you inhale the the dust or the. I mean, it sounds like propaganda to. I don't know, get their own people on their side and make it sound like it's a lot worse so, than it is. But So this is that's exactly what it is. What they want to do is they want to tell the ignorant masses that look what the West is doing, look what Europe's doing, look what America's doing. All these all these countries are trying to introduce this nuclear element into what's going on. And it's but, 
I mean, I agree with, with what he initially says though, that like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't think that anybody wants this to go nuclear. I mean, I don't want it to go nuclear. No, like you said, there's no winner there. Like, I, I I would like to think that everybody is uh, at least educated enough to know that you're not going to win that fight. Yeah, you're going to wipe them out, but before those missiles ever hit, you got you got yours coming. Like it's the problem is we're literally setting Ukraine up and everybody in Ukraine for failure. And what do we do? Do we keep doing it? Do we have all that sweat equity into it? Or do we actually pull out and say, okay, we're done. We're not going to support you anymore. We have no win-win with this. No, it's a, we we dicked around way too long and now there's no win. It's yeah, it's, it's too late. It's going to further escalates my point. Yeah. It's too late to do anything. We either should have went in before this whole China thing came up. And maybe that would have been the wrong thing too, because maybe that would have forced China to, to step in or whatever. But we should have just said, "Look, sorry, but you guys are on your own." Or we should have said, "We're coming, and we're going to end this tomorrow." Exactly. And, and what you hear a lot of is how Russia is conscripting their their troops. They're taking the civilians and making them join. What you're not hearing is Ukraine's doing the same thing. They're in a very bad situation right now. There are a lot of Americans that went over. I have a very good friend. I'm sorry, had, uh, rest in peace, uh, who was a former soldier who actually went over to Ukraine last year and fought alongside the Ukrainians and was actually on his way back or was working to get back there in the next few months and basically was suffering from severe PTSD from what he saw over there and overdosed on heroin literally, literally last week. Really, I yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your loss of your friend, but this is not this is not good for anybody. It's not good for any country. Compound that with what's going on with the fentanyl pouring into this country yeah. right now. We're we're I don't know. We're not toast, but we're pretty close to it. Anyway, we're coming back with some lighthearted stuff. We're gonna give these a whole segment and laugh a little bit. Right back here on Cities ninety two point nine. Thanks, Eldonzo. Don't forget our Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash Ds. Check us out on over there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We always post our show links. We also have links to some of our older shows available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, just about anywhere you find your podcast. But uh, give us a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us show ideas. Uh, just some overall general feedback and also check out our home station at cities 929 on facebook as well and now let's get back to the show welcome back to the el donzo and d's show here on cities 92.9 the news and talk of Wilmington normal i'm d's i'm el donzo and no matter how we do it it just doesn't work like that does it we just we just had to try it again i thought it was funny no it doesn't sound right d's take her away my friend all right we got some stuff you might have missed but uh iphone users this is from the new york post iphone users complaining about apple's autocorrect is quote ruining their lives well no duck and ship <laughs> uh i'm an android user so i can't really speak on this i may i yeah by all means you don't mind me jumping in there so i i'm an iphone user and the keypad does not work for me. I fat finger everything. So I go to do the autocorrect deal. Uh, or w- what's it actually called? 
Is it autocorrect? Yeah. Autocorrect. And every time I do autocorrect, I'll type in a word and it changes it to something that's not supposed to be. And I, I, so it's like I go back to taking that off and I fat finger it. There's no in between with the iPhone autocorrect. It does Ye- not work. Yeah. Story here says uh, unhappy iPhone users have taken to Twitter to air their grievances about the upgrade, claiming the newest update incorrectly alters words and text and changes correctly spelled words for no reason. The 16.3.1 iOS upgrade was released last month to provide important bug fixes and security updates, according to the website. However, users argue it's far more of a hindrance than a help because autocorrect on iPhones hasn't been this bad since the original iPhone, one user tweeted. Others claim that the phone automatically adds a Z after apostrophes instead of an S, and other users claim that the autocorrect will embarrass you by changing words that like you meant to type, for example, uh, one user is talking about they meant to say something about their food and autocorrect changed changed the word food to good just because, I don't know, it thought that that was correct. So, uh, again, as an Android user, I don't have this problem, so I think it's funny. You know what also also sucks on it is the uh, voice to text. Yeah, it's horrible. It's it, That's bad on Android, too. It works maybe 30% of the time. Okay. Let me just get this out there right now. We have uh, artificial intelligence that can convince human beings to do the CAPTCHA form. Yeah. But we can't get voice to text right. Right, right. I mean, listen to our voices. We got good voices. What do you guys think out there? This is the Aldonzo D Show. We got good voices. You guys can hear us enunciate. Why can't these damn iPhones and Androids hear us enunciate? My complaint about Android is, is it seemed like it was learning from me <clears throat> in that... Uh, Contrary to what I say on this show, I tend to curse a lot, and and that includes in my text messages. So there for a long time, if I was saying a text, doing the whole, you know, while I was driving and wanted to uh, use one of those curse words, it would go ahead and type it out. Now it won't do it. Now it just puts the first letter and then a bunch of asterisks. So. Mine does. Yes, we, we season our language quite a bit. Mine actually does it. Yeah. Uh, other news, GM. Let's have a moment of silence for the... Chevy Camaro is uh, leaving the GM lineup at the end of this year. Um, but fret not, this was this is the second time this has happened. Uh, they stopped making the car yeah, back. Did. Yeah, they brought it, uh, stopped making it in 2002, and it took an eight-year hiatus and came back in 2010, but they're going to stop production for it. Uh, it will continue to be in NASCAR because nobody watches that anyway. Uh, <laughs> I but, thought I thought up until twenty yeah, that period up until twenty twenty two I thought they kind of kind of blew anyway I didn't yeah think their sales have gone down dramatically over the last few years including uh, this most recent year they sold less than twenty five thousand of them so that's that's pretty pretty bad yeah yeah so they're not gonna make that anymore and uh, Dodge is making a new Challenger with the Demon engine that goes to. Ooh. Uh, zero to 60 in 1.6 seconds. Now you're going to end up in a morgue. Yeah. But it is the last combustion engine that they are making for are that you kidding line. Me? Yeah. They're going all electric. Yep. Yep. This new Challenger will be the last uh, mm-hmm. true muscle car that Dodge produces, at least for a while. Maybe look at the batteries from Rivian. Yep. Good luck. It's just going downhill anyway. Yeah. If, you, if you live in Illinois or in central Illinois, you know Rivian's just tanking right now. Mm-hmm. This might be my favorite story of the whole week. Headline coming from the New York Times, page six. 
Fan poops in aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at a Broadway show. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Some like it steaming hot. <laughs> uh, page six here is a serial pooper has been stalking the halls of legendary Schubert Theater. And the last time they struck, a turd appeared in the aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at a some like it hot show. Again, gotta, some jokes write themselves. Oh, wait a minute. I think it says right there Amber Heard was in appearance for that, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, I think she was in the cast. Uh, a source close to the show insists that it was a regrettable one-off incident, but another source tells us Whoa. that the... Uh, go uh, ahead. The theater staff said that the uh, stuff's almost hit the fans at other performances as well. Last week when Hillary and Chelsea were in the audience... The lights came up for an intermission and there were two human turds in the aisle and there were two human turds in the seats as well. <laughs> Just near the famous political duo. The house crew dealt with it very appropriately and quickly and Hillary and Chelsea remained in the theater for a second. Okay. Yeah. The, there is, yeah. There's no, if I work there, let's be honest. How does somebody just go up and and drop a deuce right there? Without anybody seeing you. I mean, I I know theaters are pretty dark, but... I think that somebody probably did that in the back room and planted it. I'm more concerned for the poor sap. Hey, Steve, come here. You got to go and clean up some poop in the aisle. What? No. McDonald's Uh, is hiring right down the road. I'm out. Like, uh uh-uh. I am not, and I don't want to get too graphic here, but but when I was in Fort Benning, we had to go clean up the... uh, We had to go clean up the crappers. And we went in there, and it looked like an acrobat had diarrhea. It was on the ceiling. It was so we stood there with buckets of bleach water and just threw it at everything. So I don't feel bad for the guys. I don't feel bad for them at all. The mother-daughter power players did not respond to a request for comment. That's pretty crappy. <laughs> but they we were photographs, aren't we? Holding the show's playbill and giving a thumbs up. Uh, I wonder if they. I mean, wouldn't you smell it? Come on. I don't know. I'm kind of... Page six is pretty reputable, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, if it was anything else, I mean, it almost seems like it would be from the uh, Babylon Beer or something, to be honest. Yeah, no, this is a real thing that, that really happened. Clean up, aisle seven. Speaking of other things that really happened, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham bet Al Franken $20 that Trump beats Biden in 2024. Like I said, $20 is $20. Uh, Al Franken, who you remember, was a a longtime member of Congress who resigned a couple years ago amid a some kind of sex scandal. I don't he, remember what I'll it was. I'll tell you what he was doing. He was uh, coming we ta- back from, I, I remember we talked about it on he, one of I our I think he was shows. coming back from Afghanistan, the Middle East. He was on a like a USO flight, and there was a nice young lady. I think she was a re- journalist or a reporter there, and she was passed out from exhaustion. They've been doing this thing, and they're flying back. And he takes a picture, somebody takes a picture of him with his hands cupped around her chest area like he's grabbing a hold of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then that went out and he ended up resigning. Look, I don't like Al Franken, but he should have said, look, it was a joke. Get over it, okay? Yeah, Al, and deal with it. For you old people, you might remember Al Franken was, uh, I believe he was on Saturday Night Live. Yes, he, he was. He was a big writer. I always thought he was fairly funny. He even did a couple of movies. Um, but he's been the host of The Daily Show this week. So I was... Sitting there watching it, and I was kind of surprised that he had Lindsey Graham on because The Daily Show has been so left-handed uh, since Jon Stewart left. And, you know, Jon Stewart was a leftist, but 
he at least kind of tried to play it a little closer to I'll, the middle, but ever since I'll he give, left, it I'll, went really bad. I'll give Al Cranken the benefit of the doubt. He's he's been actually more fairer lately. Yeah, with, he's actually been to, pretty good on the show. I yeah, I've, I've watched I it. Watched it. I've since, watched that segment. Yeah, since Trevor uh, left the show, I've started watching it a little more, depending on who the guest host is. And it, this week hasn't been terrible. So. so can you read us a little bit about? About the banner back and forth. About how yeah, it says, uh, this is uh, Lindsey Graham talking. It says, I, I look at the policies of Trump and I, and I like the policies of Trump. And at the end of the day, he's got to prove to people, not to me, that he's able to lead us again. And that will be a challenge for him. And then he said, and that'll be a challenge for Biden to say, give me four more years after the last four. We'll see what happens. And like I said, they placed a, uh, a friendly little $20 bet on who was going to win. So, can't wait for two years to pass to see who collects $20 from the other. Hey, like I said, probably for my own own thing here, I'm to the point now. There's drama with everything. Everybody's screwing everything up. Hey, I'll throw 20 bucks with Lindsay. Let's just, let's just, I'll just hope. Who knows if it's going to happen or not, but I don't, you know what? If I could, if I could make liberals squirm just a little bit more from their derangement with this guy, I'll do it. I don't All think right. Franken will honor that bet, though. I don't think he will. It's just a hunch, but they should have made a gentleman's bet of one ice cold brewski. Yep. So this is the El Donzo and D show. It has been a pleasure coming at you. Don't forget Facebook.com slash El Donzo D's. Check us out. And we will be coming back at you next weekend. Same bat time, same bat channel right here. See ya.